We're back for another week. It's the Coach Max Show. Jim McElwain joining us to let us know how the Chippewas are progressing in fall camp as they get prepared for that first game just a few weeks away. November 4th, right here at Kelly Short Stadium, Central Michigan will take on Ohio. Two key pieces in that game will be Derek Smith on the offensive line and Darius Bracey in the defensive back room and sneak peek. Coach McElwain will let us know he may be playing on the other side of the ball this year as well. We'll talk about all of that and more coming up next on the Coach Mac Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's another week of the Coach Mac Show. What's going on, Coach McElwain? You know, I'm wondering, so this is a radio show slash with some video. It really confuses me, though, because sometimes I'll say, take that shot, but realize we're on the radio and not on the video, but there's video. You've been it's learning a lot about video. You know WebEx, <coughs> yeah. you know Zoom now going back yeah. to March, right? So explain to me where some of these video shots go. That would be on the social media. Remember I told you to get a little <coughs> bit more involved with Twitter and you still haven't been doing that recently? So you're telling me that the video, please, the, the video stuff goes on Tweety? The Twitter, Twitter, the Instagram, sometimes I believe Facebook as well, cmuchippewas.com. I think I'm hitting all the the mediums correctly. Out of curiosity, the hair flip that we had here about, what, five shows, four shows ago, did that go like TikTok? Uh, We could go TikTok with that. Is that what the deal is? Yeah, TikTok's TikTok's very popular right now. Look at you go. go. You're learning. You're continuing to keep I'm trying to stay on top of it. I'm just (laughs) trying to be like you, man. Well, we're happy uh, happy that you're evolving and learning in these 2020 times. Uh, If we were not just on radio, you got a great-looking suit jacket, little suit coat on tonight. Yeah. No, I, I, I... Yeah, it's been kind of fun because I've actually been able to dig into the closet a little bit. And uh, there was a time where I actually kind of had to wear uh, jackets a ton. So Karen dressed me, which makes it really good. And uh, because some of the times I come out of there with some really bad looks, believe me. Well, you got a new haircut as of, uh, what, last (laughs) week? You got a great-looking jacket on. Got a free bowl of soup with that. Yes, you did. Okay, good. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, the football going on and, and how practice has been over the last yeah, week. It's been outstanding. And, and, you know, it's been fun is seeing how these guys kind of as we start to get closer and closer. I hit them today with – and it's really hard to kind of imagine, but we're like three weeks away. Yeah. And um, the fact we haven't had a ton of practice, no real true fall camp, um, is kind of makes uh, – as a coach, you kind of get into a little bit of a panic. From a standpoint, you think you're missing this, you're missing that. A lot of the things that you had to do or did before, uh, obviously now you've got to streamline knowing that you're preparing shortly to go play a game. So, um, you know, for us working a lot of situations, but doing it in spurts is kind of what we're trying to do right now and trying to get them kind of conditioned a little bit into game-type pace. you know, and then we'll back off a little bit um, as we as we get into, you know, true game week. <clears throat> but as as we're moving forward, it's been fun. And uh, I got to tell you one thing: it's just great being out there. Yeah, it's it's <coughs> great to have football and uh, have it coming up rather quickly, as you said, just three weeks away. Central Michigan, Ohio, right here at Kelly Short Stadium. Now, you've told <clears throat> us a little bit before you actually felt like you were ahead 
in fall camp. Where where you are at right now, and what a normal fall camp right. would look like as you prepare for that game in three weeks. You know, I think some of the, <clears throat> one of the biggest pieces is is the install piece. You know, I feel like we're 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 good there. I just don't know that we've gotten enough reps at that install, which I think everybody's probably going through. And and so, um, you know, we're trying to load the wagon as much as we can right now before we start to go back and say, okay, the le- the wagon's full. Now let's pick out the pieces we're going to use, you know, in game one and, and try to get those polished up. Um, you know, as we look to, you know, next week um, moving forward, we'll get a good scrimmage in. Um, one of the things that I think we've noticed a little bit around college football is maybe how some of the offenses are ahead of the defenses. And, and I really think that probably has something to do with, you know, limited fall camp, scrimmages, no spring practice. There's a lot of things that go into that. So obviously I'm worried about, you know, not only offensively but defensively, how we actually swarm and get to the ball and wrap up and tackle. Are you surprised <clears throat> by that with no spring practices or limited and having a weird – fall camp schedule that it wouldn't be the other way around where maybe the defense is the unit that has more success right now and instead it's the offense yeah you know I think uh, what we're finding out actually is is from a um, fundamental standpoint you know I think because of the lack of practices I think a lot of the fundamental work that you're able to do is maybe showing and and I don't think any of us as coaches really you know because we've done it a certain way for so long, right? So, you know, now adjusting and making sure that, that um, you know, our guys are ready to go out and work the fundamentals come game time, that's going to be really important. I feel like that's kind of shown you how the game of football has evolved just from where it used to be and defenses dominating and to now offenses there being the unit that you may not have the – normal time or preparation but they're the units that are clicking on Saturdays because we're seeing a ton of points uh, across any of the conferences that are playing right now well and I also think uh, one of the things too the tempo and just from a conditioning standpoint um and and you know that's a concern for us just because of our roster numbers uh and and where we're at right now we're gonna have to do a great job of playing everybody and getting them in and getting them out and staying as fresh as we can um you know, I think that's one of the things you're seeing uh, some success people are having, especially towards the end of games. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what we'll tell we're we're all in the same boat. Um, you know, no one had a, a, a how to do this. Uh, you know, on the front end, and yet how uh, to do 2020 yeah, manual it, in exactly. their back pocket. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy, and yet uh, you know what? Still, I go back. I'm just excited for our players to be able to get out and play. Well, as a former quarterback, you got to be loving all these points, right? Maybe as long as they're not being scored on, on you. Yeah. But no, seeing all these points. Right. No, it's 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 been really neat and and uh, and I think fun to watch. Um, you know, as as a oh, I probably consider myself a little bit of a purist. You know, there, there's a lot of things out there that that you know it's hard to stomach uh, from that standpoint. But I've coached in games like that where on uh, watching the game field the next day it was hard to stomach as well. We're talking with head coach Jim McElwain, going to have a couple of Chippewa football players join us coming up here on the Coach Mac Show, and one of them an offensive lineman. And, of course, the offensive line last year took 
tremendous strides and, yeah. and was a really impressive unit. Tell us a little bit about how they're progressing here as we get ready for the season. Yeah, you know, it's it's great because uh, we, we've got now some stability at the O-line. I really believe that, and we've moved some guys. Obviously, the loss of, of Gadecki is huge. You know, that guy was going to be, you know, kind of an anchor for us, and yet uh, – you know, Bernard Raymond has uh, stepped up and done an unbelievable job there. And, and Keegan Kasu, who, you know, I mean, he accepted the move and has really jumped right in. So I think, you know, the, both very athletic guys. And, and Jamez Kimbrough at center gives us three guys right there that can really run, you know, that, that I think will really help our angle schemes and our pulling and some of those type of things. You know, for us playing – um, you know, uh, Pierre Woods and, and um, or excuse me, Powell Woods and, and Matowski, the way we did last year, I, I feel like those guys are returning players. So I think we really developed some uh, guys that have played right there. And, and so it'll be interesting to see kind of where we're at. Uh, Smitty, who we're going to talk to later, of course, is a veteran up there and, and excited to hear his kind of views of it as well. You mentioned Luke Godecki. He's unfortunately lost for the year, underwent surgery, so hopefully he makes a full recovery. And, and everything went great. Um, you know, we've, we're really fortunate here. Dr. Cox, who, who does all our stuff, um, you know, trained in the Andrews group uh, that, that all the, all the <laughs> guys go to, and, and to have him here as a resource and actually do these uh, surgeries has been something that, um, you know, it's been a huge, huge uh, – step forward for us as a program and then we're really happy that he's here he does a fantastic job with our guys and and Luke will be back from the <clears throat> output that they put together last year helping a run game and an offense look really efficient at many times throughout the season it sounds like you're pretty confident they're going to be a really tough group again here in 2020 you know that's that's the expectation and and you know I I'm, I'm a firm believer you build your team you know from the fronts out and uh you know, we the way we practice, um, you know, we put a lot of stress on both of those offensive and defensive lines. And, uh, you know, it's important that, that you're able to run the ball to win when time comes. We're talking with head coach Jim McElwain here on the Coach Mac Show. The leader of that group, Coach Cummings, a guy that's been a Chippewa many times before and is now currently leading that group. What kind of coach is he in, and how much does he dictate and how that unit meshes together. Well, you know, I mean, I'm, he's a guy that, that obviously is a veteran. He's done an outstanding job. I mean, his resume speaks for it, the guys that he's put into the NFL and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, I give him a hard time because he's an East Coast guy, and I've really, you know, kind of prided myself in getting West Coast or <laughs> Northwest coaches. But uh, we went ahead and allowed him into the room. and uh, But I give him a hard time about that. But, but no, I, I – he, he really uh, has come in and really put his thumbprints, fingerprints all over what we're trying to do offensively. And, and I got to tell you, he's a guy we've got to keep because uh, he does a fantastic job. Yeah, he certainly does. It was fun to watch that group last year and looking forward to watching him again this year. And we're going to be talking more about that offensive line. As Coach mentioned, Derek Smith will join us. We'll also look at the secondary part of that defense, Darius Bracey, here as well as we continue on the Coach Mack Show. We'll be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. 
Back here on the Coach Max Show, thanks for joining us tonight. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and we'll go to the secondary, Darius Bracey joining us, Coach. Yeah, Darius, how are you tonight, man? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm excited you're here. It's, uh, you know, I've got to tell you, and we're going to let the fans in probably on a little secret of what we're doing with Brace here before this is over, <laughs> but uh, tell me how things have been going for you and and. You know, I've been asking the guys this question. I think it's really important, too, is what were kind of the emotions that you went through from when we found out first that we weren't going to play mm -hmm. and then kind of what the roller coaster was like then when we find out we are going to play? How was that for you? Well, when, we, when they first told us we wasn't going to play, it was kind of like a numb feeling, like it wasn't real, like, it would have been my first year without playing football. So right now it would have been training. But when we first found out, it was numb. Like, like it wasn't real. Like, it took a minute for it, for, it, for it to hit us. So, like, I guess it probably really hit me when we didn't have fall camp. And, like, around this time, we were like, dang, we would be doing 24, uh, football 24-7 right now. But it was a numb, and it was, it, was, it was a crazy experience. But we had to realize that. Everybody else that got a football team was dealing with it as well. So the only thing we could do is tell ourselves that we got to prepare better than every other team that's going through it as well. But when they told us we was coming back, it was exciting. It was happy. Family members calling. You know, it was felt like football again. So it was a good feeling, Coach. Sure. I, how did uh, – can I – how did you kind of from a mindset, how did you handle kind of that first part of the, the conditioning piece, you know, and, and the lifting with Joel? Kind of how was your mindset, you know, uh, before knowing that we were going to play and, and we were going through those workouts? Well, my mind was already made up that we was going to play in the spring. So I was just out there grinding, you know, just grinding every day, me and my brothers. Uh, we didn't take a day off. We came to work happy, and we worked our butt off with, our, with Coach, Coach Joel. He was there every morning with us, you know, brought energy every morning, and that's something that we needed. So it was pretty good. Sure. So, uh, you know, talk a little bit about your, your, your path, you know, to get here to Mount Pleasant, you know. Mm -hmm. Obviously from Alabama, yeah, and uh, yeah, from Mobile, uh, they call that LA, right? <laughs> Lower say, Alabama. You've got some history in yeah, Alabama. No, I feel like and, you guys can no, talk we, about that a and, little bit. Well, we actually know a lot of the same players and and that yes, kind sir. of thing. And uh, but uh, from that standpoint, um, you know, coming up here, tell us a little bit about your high school career which will kind of lead me into maybe where we're headed with this, all <laughs> right? So let us know a little bit about that and, and, and uh, how the transition went, you know, to you coming to Mount Pleasant. Well, high school, I was strictly offensive player, you know. That was bouncing me around from wide receiver, running back, uh, quarterback. But my senior year, we ended, up, we ended up needing a quarterback, and I was top of line, so – like you said, a team player, I was like, yeah, coach, I'll play. It don't matter. And at the time, I wasn't getting looked at by nobody. So in my mind, I'm just out there playing for fun. So I actually blew up my senior year at quarterback. I mean, rushing over 1,000 yards, throwing over 1,000 yards. And that's when it hit me that I'm like, whoa, uh, college is actually hit me up. Like, I actually got a chance to go to college. So 
strictly offensive player, took the quarterback role, and then I came here and transitioned to defensive back. So last year was actually my first snaps at corner, you know, so I got that little jitterbug out the way. But other than that, it's just football at the end of the day. So both offense, defense, it's just football. I like it, like every position. You know, the, the one of the things kind of known a little bit about high school football in Alabama and having at the time uh, actually recruited down there in that Mobile area, I actually kind of knew about this guy and, and uh, was recruiting somebody else that, that actually in that same area that was a quarterback that we turned into a receiver in Kadarius, yes, Tony, and, and uh, yet this is the guy that put up better numbers, all right, down there. So, um you know, fast forward to kind of preparing ourselves. Um, tell us how practice has been and maybe a little sneak over to the offensive side. Give us a little input, insight on Breaking that. news yeah. here. Yeah, so give us a little insight <laughs> on that. Well, Coach said it. Yeah. I'll uh, take a snap, say Wildcat quarterback, feel good, F feel like I'm at home again, you know. But practice has been good. Um We've been doing our thing out there. Um, we, we've been competing, making each other better, you know. So, practice has been real good. But for me especially, been real good since I can <laughs> be behind the quarterback, well, behind the center, again, show what I can do. So, uh, tell me what you were thinking when uh, we, we did the crossover sessions in practice. Like, what was the team thinking? Like, has Coach lost his mind here? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, for me – I didn't think nothing about it. I was like, well, I'm going to go right over here. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I belong. <laughs> and do what I got to do. <laughs> but other than that, I, I didn't think nothing of it. I thought I was happy. I was like, this is my time. This is my time to shine. <laughs> no, that's great. And, and it's 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 been fun to see, actually, during those, during those sessions. And we found some things out, you know. So no idea where the year takes you but now developing depth developing uh, new things that we can do i think is huge uh, using everybody on the team so tell us a little bit too uh there in the secondary you know is is probably by numbers one of our you know strongest groups uh, yes, just with it and um uh, you know as an older guy um Tell us how that leadership piece has gone, especially with a couple of these young corners that we have. The leadership piece, it, uh, I think it casually came to me. You know, when I first got here, we had Amari Coleman, Sean Bunting. I know y'all know about him. And then we had X. We called him X, but Xavier Crawford. And um, I always always look up to them and look at them and see what they did at practice or look at their technique while we practicing there. And I guess it just casual transition over because I, it wasn't nobody I could look up to no more. So every time a new uh, class came in, it was like I was taking them up under the wing. Like last year we had Kyron, and, mm -hmm. and I was talking to them. And then on this year we got Dede and Kent. And it just it, it just casual transition over without you really realizing, but it's a good thing as well. So, How, how is uh, for you, how long did it? really take you to transition from uh la lower alabama uh to to mount pleasant michigan uh just from uh even the weather and that type of stuff well <laughs> <laughs> i'm still not used to it but i deal with it though that's right i deal with it um the cold 
I'll tell you this, the first time it started snowing, I was happy. Yeah. And everybody up here, like I came with, like the Corey, they used to it. They were like, man, you crazy. Like, this is <laughs> snow. I'm like, I'm not used to it. So I had another team teammate that come up was Dre and Law. And he went outside and dove in the snow and did butterflies and all that. So it was a good, good experiment for the first few days until I had walked outside and slipped on black ice. And that's when I got introduced to black ice. And I was like, well, we got to be careful up here. So, yeah. Better chance this year, uh, November, December season, that you'll be playing in a lot of snow this season. Yes, sir. But we'll be ready. We'll be prepared. Anything that come our way. That's awesome. Well, Brace, I really appreciate uh, not only really happy that you're a chip, but just the way you come to work every day and the things that you put in and, and being the true team player that you are and, and on every special team as well. And <laughs> now even a role on offense, man. Yes, um, I'm I'm fired up that you're here and can't wait to see you play this year, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. You got it. That's Darius Bracey. We'll have his teammate, uh, a senior offensive lineman, Derek Smith, coming up next on the Coach Max Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, IMG College. Presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here on the Coach Max Show with Jim McElwain and now a veteran on the offensive line, Derek Smith. Boy, this guy was pretty good last year, wasn't he? Boy, I'll say. And, uh, man, I'm glad he's back and uh, uh, really has taken the leadership role with that offensive line. And, Smitty, tell me how you're doing, man. I, I know I pulled you out of a meeting all right, so Coach Cummings is going to get on me about this. Me too. Uh, yeah, and you too, that's right. But uh, how are things going? You doing okay? Yeah, everything's doing good. Um, Just got to keep all the guys together in the, up front, the bubs. You know, we call ourselves the bubs. Um, just keep everybody focused in and uh, really attention to detail in the meetings. That's the big thing right now. That's right. And because uh, knowing that, you know, we've, we've missed out on a lot of reps, you know, without fall camp and that type of thing. How has the learning part kind of gone for you, and especially with some of the new parts that we have in the O-line? Um, yeah, I mean, being a veteran, you know, you learn a lot of things going through the years. You know, you you carry stuff over from year to year, and I think that's really helped me. And, you know, some of the guys that were here when I was, you know, going through the process of, you know, playing, and they're still younger, and now it's their, tar their turn to shine, you know. Um, Coach Cummings really put a – put a spotlight on me to, you know, help Deontay Powell Woods last year, you know, get him ready to play and uh, Danny Matowski too. And um, Jamez playing, you know, a lot of carryover, you know, in the meeting rooms, hey, we got to be the leaders. You know, Coach Cummings, sometimes not everybody understands what he's trying to say, you know, about a specific play a technique. And that's where I can, you know, step in and say, hey, guys, look, it's like this, you know, we're doing it like this. And then we just go from there. So, you know, uh, since I've been here, I think you've played all five spots uh, pretty much. You've played guards, you've played the tackles, you've played center. And um, yeah. <laughs> so how do you kind of – just out of curiosity, I mean, how do you keep that straight, you know, knowing as uh, where you're at, right, left, tackle, tackle, guard, guard, center, you know? How does that work for you? Um. Well, you know – Starting QC exchange last year, you know, Coach Cummings told me, he's like, you need to be marketable. You know, he said, learn to snap the ball. It could be big for you. And, um, I, you know, playing center maybe not my forte every day, but, you know, playing left guard, left tackle, right tackle, right guard, you know, that's where I've been comfortable. But, like, you know, Coach Cummings, he tells us you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I think I've, I'm trying to embrace that that role of, you know, playing center. We need me in there to snap the ball, get in there and snap the ball. And, um 
you know, just changing, even in practice, you know, Smitty, right tackle, you know, Smitty, go to center. You know, sometimes I can get a little overworked in my mind about, you know, all right, this is what I got to do on this play. But, you know, for the most part, knowing the playbook and knowing knowing the scheme and knowing what we're doing has helped me a lot, adjusting from position to position to, to know that, you know, I'm the center, I'm going to run the show here. But when I'm at tackle, I got to listen to what the center says to the guard and then go from there. So it's it's a little bit more pressure playing center, but it's fun. Sure. It's a lot of fun. Sure. And I, I think you hit it on the head. I think uh, any time, you know, the, the, the more value you can bring by playing all the spots, you know, being a utility guy, you mm-hmm. know, you're most comfortable at, at guard. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> and yet you do an unbelievable job when you're out at tackle. So. Um, some of those new pieces that have come to us, you know, and Bernard and and just tr- recently Keegan. Yeah. Tell us how that's been, uh, transition with those guys. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think Bernard's done a great job playing uh, left tackle for us. And, you know, he's been jumping in there at guard a little bit, and he's at QC Center Exchange with us. You know, Bernard's just embracing it. He's embracing the change. And, uh, you know, he'll ask me questions. Hey, hey, Smitty, what do I do here? And I'll be like – you know, I, I try to explain to him as best I can to, you know, help make him comfortable out there. And uh, I think he's done a really good job of, you know, listening to Coach Cummings in, in the meetings and, and on the practice field. And, you know, Keegan, when he first transitioned over, you know, he was lost. You know, he was lost. He's playing defense, and uh, he was lost a little bit. But he's he's grabbing hold. He's getting hold of it. And uh, I told him the biggest thing is pay attention in the meetings. If you have questions, text me, and I can help explain stuff. And, that, and Keegan's really embraced, you know, making the change to offensive line, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it tells you what a great teammate he is, you know, by doing that. But, you know, I, I, I know one of the things that, that I harped on when we got here was communication. Tell us about, you know, how important that is and, and how it starts and and that type of thing from the offensive line standpoint. Um, just how that communication works. Yeah, um, it start. You know, we start with the center. We start with the center. Um, he he points to Mike, calls the calls the front, and then it kind of you know he's gonna call whether what direction we're going pass play, and then um, we focus on you know which guard is coming with the center this time that you know whatever pin pull scheme we're doing, and then it works out from there. And um, I think I think it's really big for the guards and the center to communicate to the tackle so the tackles can help the tight ends. So I, th- I think it all starts in the middle, but it's it's been a little bit of a struggle for me, honestly, playing center because sometimes I get up there and I'm like, I know where the mic is. I know where the, what front yeah. we're in, and I got to call it. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, now I got to call it. But it's been good, you know. Um, and then uh, when we get outside pressure, that's really big on the tackles, helping communicate into the center, like, hey, you know, this is coming. So it all starts with every, every guy's got to be involved in communication. Don't hold anything back, you know. We don't want – we don't care mm-hmm. if they know what we're doing because we're going to do what we do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you mentioned, like, with the tackle and tight end, do you think that that little piece has helped Bernard a little bit as far as moving down in, knowing that, you know, at least the calls that went with the tackle position? Yeah, for sure. I think, I think um, like I said, Bernard's done a great job in the meeting rooms, and it just – you know, he's got a question, you know, he – he he's talking to Coach Cummings. He's he's asking, and Coach Cummings helps explain to him. And then you know he's like, "Hey Bernard, this is just like a tram. This yeah. is this is this block at tight end, but for you, it's called this now." Yeah. And you know, Coach Cummings um, does a great job of relating inside blocks to outside blocks and how they're similar. They just have different names. Sure. So it's it's Bernard's Bernard's done a really good job. Good. Now talk a little bit about you. Obviously, uh, 
um, you know, been here a while, right? Yes. And, uh, you know, looking for a future, you know, past college to play at the next level and get an opportunity. But let's talk education kind of. Where are you at with that? Um, so I graduated in May. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, degree in uh, sociology with a concentration in criminal justice, and I finished my minor in psychology last fall. So that's good. And then, um, <laughs> so they asked me, you know, you want to go to grad school? And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to learn something different. So I signed another undergrad and I signed it in entrepreneurship and uh, recreations, park and leisure. And um, I kind of, you know, I worked with uh, Michigan State Police yeah. uh, this past spring with my internship down there in Lakeview. Mm-hmm. Um, had a wonderful time with the guys and uh, just learning the ins and outs. And, you know, a big thing they told me is there's there's hundred different ways to skin a cat. You know, doing the job you learn from working with the troopers on the day in, day out. And um, it kind of inspired me to, like, maybe think about maybe uh, maybe more getting into investigation stuff. Because one of the troopers I worked with, he was big on investigation. There was a scene we had to work in. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I was like, you know, maybe I want to do this someday. Maybe right. this would, you know, after after I hang up the cleats, maybe this would be. And then um, over the summer, I was, I was back home and... Uh, I actually talked to a guy who runs a, a private investigation agency and, you know, it was, it was a really good conversation. He's, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, come work for me when you're done and this and that. And, uh, you know, I got these opportunities, but I, I told him, I said, I need to, I, I got football to focus on, sure. you know, I, you know, playing football has been my dream since I was a little kid. And then, you know, I'm here and, you know, I got to embrace the senior year and grind and, uh, it's been good, so we'll see where my education takes me after football. I remember you telling me last spring a couple of your ride-alongs. Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty good stories there. And, and uh, you know, the one thing as an investigator, just, just going to let you know, because of your size, you're not going to be able to hide anywhere. You <laughs> know what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just a, kind of a heads up there. But, uh, man, that's great. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of asked this same question, but just um, – you know, I think it's important for, for the listeners to know kind of what um, you guys went through, uh, first of all, when we found out we weren't going to play, all right, and then when we found out now that we're going to have an opportunity to play. Tell me kind of where you were at on that emotional roller coaster. Well, when we first got told we weren't going to play, I, you know, I was in disbelief, you know. You know, I, I called my parents. I told them, you know, I talked to them, and, they said, just hang in there. Everything's going to be all right, you know. And they they were just trying to be positive with me, which I appreciate. But I was I was really down, you know. Is my senior year, you know. Sure. Got to make got to make something shake, you know. what I'm saying, and it was it was really. It, I don't even know how to describe how I was feeling because I, I was really down, and you know, I was like, you know what? I guess I'll just look at it. You know, we're going to work out. You know, we're playing in the spring. You know, work on the weight room. Listen to Coach Welsh. Listen to all the guys who here are here for and care about me and take everything to heart and just just work and work and work and work and then everything's gonna be okay and then when I found out we were playing again you know I, I dang near flipped my bed <laughs> <laughs> I was I was super excited you know yeah. and then that first team meeting we had in the in the uh indoor yeah. everybody you know spaced out and everything and ev- seeing everybody it was it was it was it was really nice seeing everybody smile yeah. i mean you had the mask on so you can't really see but you could see the smiles under the mask so That's right. it was it was great to see everybody back and it's just like wow this is this is the band of brothers we talk about this is this is who the chippewas are the, everybody in this room is part of it and it's it just made me smile and just really cherish and um appreciate everything well, as we're sitting in this new building overlooking uh, Kelly Shorts right here, um, 
what uh, based on the time i know this is being taped can i say that this is being yeah. taped i mean you're letting out all sorts of breaking Thursday. news tonight plus, so just keep plus we're on video which i don't understand how we do video on a radio show <laughs> but um technically we'll be about the end of the first quarter right now next wednesday or in three wednesdays right out here man right and uh that that's pretty exciting For so sure. uh I think what we ought to do is probably on these Wednesdays at least turn the lights on in the stadium, don't you think? Yeah, it gets pretty dark out there yeah, quickly. Yeah, I just you know? noticed that. Yeah. Good thing we're good thing we got lights, right? Yeah. It's so. weird. This is uh, the shortest part of the year where it gets dark at like six, seven o'clock. Yeah. We push towards November. Well, good. Well, Smitty, man, I'm just glad you're a chip and and so excited to, you know, let get you to play. You know, obviously with your senior year and this and that and. Um, you know what? I do know this. No matter what this guy does, he's going to be successful in life. And uh, that's really what it's all about. Thanks, Smitty. Appreciate that, guys. All right, buddy. Thank Thanks you. for coming on. We'll uh, finish up with Coach Mack when we come back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield. IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back for our final segment here on the Coach Mack Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and... Really impressive from from both guys. Offensive line with Derek Smith and uh, Darius Bracey. Cats out of the bag. Little yeah. little quarterback maybe potentially up his sleeve this year. That's pretty cool. Well, one of the things you find out during our crossovers is uh, really how good these guys are at different things. And, and, you know, some of them obviously were here before we got here. Um, uh, know how they play, but really don't know all the background. And... I did know his um, from recruiting down in Alabama, and, and uh, but no, he, it, it gives us another weapon. It gives us backups in case something unforeseen happens at the quarterback position, um, and uh, that's all part of kind of doing the crossover thing. And that was certainly successful last year. Tommy Lazaro kind of in that wildcat exactly. uh, formation yep. as well. And, of course, that was that was a big part of, of 2019. So, That's right. You know, Coach, I, I, I don't – you're still getting to know me, but I've, I've been kind of a, a needy human being here <laughs> at CMU. And, and one of the needs we needed from last year – Actually, I one of the needs is actually at this last segment, I think since actually it is – sponsored by bud and bud light we need one thanks by you know fabiano brothers who do such a fantastic job for us yeah you know i think at one of these points because obviously maybe the people can see it over the air since yeah, somehow we're doing video with the radio well because right? you watch games on the radio that's yeah. what you continue to tell that's, us that's yeah. exactly right and actually early mtv the very first song was video killed the radio video star. killed yeah, the by radio the buggles star. Right? yeah very first song ever so my favorite you know who knows right well, we can put that on the list, but one of my needs, because uh, I sit way up in the press box. I, I don't know if you know this, but the numbers were a little tough to read on the back of your guys' jerseys last year. I, do, I actually did that on purpose. You did do yeah, that on purpose. Yeah, just, I knew that you were going to have trouble, Well, and I was just going to help you along a little bit and make life tough on you. Well, now, uh, you broke some news earlier with Darius Bracey, but if you want to break some other news, I heard there's a little change in the numbers this year on the uniform. Is that Am I saying that correct? You are saying that correctly. Okay. In fact, uh, you know, I'm sure the fact that people can probably see it on the radio since we're videoing <laughs> it, right? Um, but maybe they can stop in the hallway there and, and yeah. take a picture of the uh, the New Jersey's inside. You know, there there were some definitely uh, definite complaints from uh, people you not being able not to read them. Me. No, you me. you did good, but uh, <laughs> we went ahead and got that corrected. And uh, no, they. Uh, 
they uh, they turned out great. And, and uh, you know, actually, I'll let you in on another little secret. Uh-huh. It's kind of a good deal that we kind of got our season pushed back a little bit. Yeah. Because our Adidas was a little behind on sending stuff out as, as all equipment companies and, and actually in everything. So um, they're all in, and, and uh, they look great. And look forward to seeing the guys in them here uh, in three weeks from today. Well, especially this year. I mean, I know myself, other media members, and just the <coughs> fans in general, you're talking about it, crossover. These these guys could be playing both offensively, defensively, also on special teams. So it's obviously going to be important to, to make sure we know who's out there because you may have to do some switching around with who's playing where and doing what. That's right. And, uh, you know, one of the things on the, on the uh, uniforms, you know, I'm still a little bit of a traditionalist, and, and obviously the – the look that, that this place was known for with that maroon helmet and uh, the maroon jersey and gold pants at home, and, and uh, we'll, we'll pretty much go all white on the road, um, but, uh, you know, and possibly just wear the golds on the road, you know, um, uh, as far as pants. But I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in tradition and history, and, uh, you know, that the Chippewas in those days of, of Kramer and Duramity, I mean, that's who they were and that's, that's what they wore. And, uh, I think it's important that we went back to that and that's, you know what, they're going to know who we are, you know, when we go out there. Yeah. And especially right now we sit in the Don and Mary Harder hospitality suite, but coach, uh, as we sit here on the radio, you go ahead and do a little 360 turn around. I think you requested the lights be turned on at, at Kelly shorts. <laughs> Look at that. Oh. Somebody, I mean, what, do you have that on your phone? Is no, that, is that, is I, I don't. Have, there's not an I app mean, for that that I know. I mean, but I mean, tell me that doesn't look good. Looks gorgeous. Yeah, Kelly shorts lit up tonight. Uh, we record this on a Wednesday evening, and uh, boy, it looks beautiful out there. You said it three weeks before the guys are going to be out there on a Wednesday night playing against Ohio. That's right, and um, you know we've got a lot of work to do to say that. Uh, we're close to getting ready. No, we're, we're not. We we. Uh, We've got to make up for some lost time, and and uh, but the good thing is uh, the effort, the will, the excitement. Um, yeah, we're going to be thin, and we're and we're not going to have a lot of bodies uh, just because our roster number. Uh, and yet, no excuses. Our guys are going to go out there and play and and play their tails off for the chips. We're talking with Jim McElwain, Chipwise, and the Bobcats will get underway on November 4th here from Kelly Short Stadium. Can't wait for that one to get going. We talked a little bit about the offensive line, and, uh, of course, we had Derek Smith on, but we also had Darius Bracey on, and he was defensive back last year, going to be back there this year. So tell us a little bit about that group because I know that's one you're hoping to sure up this year, and you've got new pieces back there. So tell us about that position. You know, it's, it's, it's our deepest crew. I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, Lonzo McCoy, Devonnie Reed, uh, Kresge, you know, who we had on our show already as well. And, and Willie Reed, you know, at, at the safeties positions. Uh, and then you go on the outside and you think, Oh shoot, we lost all our corners, but you know, uh, We've got some guys that, that didn't play last year that sat out um, that should be ready to go, and Brian Edwards and Deshaun McNary. And then, you know, talking about these two freshmen that did stay, um, you know, Dante Kent and, and Day-Day, um, these guys uh, are really talented. And what we've got to do, and, and, you know, obviously Brace was right here, and he's he's going to be playing a ton for us as well. And, 
you know, the, the key is, is figuring out how you get, you know, your best guys on the field. And uh, so there's going to be a lot of nickel and dime packages because of the depth back there. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see them play. You know, I think uh, we've got to knock the rust off of those two corners. It'll probably start. Um, I hope they get tested early. I really do. Uh, because uh, they need it. It's been a while since they played. and, and uh, But with that being said, I, I like our talent. Uh, I like the way they're communicating. Um, you know, Coach Rowe's done a fantastic job with those guys on the back end and, and really making sure we're all on the same page. But, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping we're going to be able to play a little bit more man. Uh, maybe try to, you know, create some more stuff up front to get after the, the quarterback a little bit, um, you know, to help with the pass rush. But time will tell. Um, but I'm very optimistic, you know, and, and in a very good way that we've got a chance to be pretty solid in that back end. If you had it your way, if the personnel's right as man, what you want to mostly play on the defensive side of the ball? Well, uh, you know, you, you – you can't live with it because all the picks and rubs and pe what people do, you Crossing know, they routes, can, they yeah. can, they can, uh, you've got to change it up enough, um, you know, and not just live in it. However, if, if you're able to take some guys away on the edges, uh, you know, with some good cover corners, um, now you can do some matchup stuff in the interior, uh, and, and cause some different looks knowing that maybe those corners don't need help all the time you know with your safeties it'll allow you to get an extra man and a half to man to a half a man down in the box uh, to help you in the run so um, you know I think I think it'll be interesting and like I said time will tell we you know we got to knock some rust off of those guys and and I hope I really hope that they get challenged in in you know they, they need to they need to feel that right and um, you know play some games and yet um Hopefully that can be a strength for us. Last thing I wanted to mention, uh, you meet with the media every week, and there was something you said this week that kind of caught my ear, and you were talking about your defense and being able to expand it a little bit more because it is year two, but you said a lot of that is predicated on the safeties because yeah. they have to know those changes. Tell us a little bit about their involvement and how your defense can expand play-wise, and you can run some different stuff out of your base sets. Sure. I think the big piece is uh, – the communication and the understanding and making sure it gets everybody on the same page allows you to be multiple. Um, it allows you to have three, maybe even four calls based on whatever the formation is with the motion. It can change based on whatever the defense is, or offense has given you. Now, having those guys that can understand that and get everybody lined up and make sure the fit in the run game is right by the safeties, uh, which I feel we can probably do a little bit, um, you know, kind of with the experience and, and where we're at there. I don't know that it'll happen right off the bat, but uh, it's something that I think we're headed to. I think we're going to be able to be in some uh, more fronts uh, because of it. Um, and, and, again, it goes back to our ability to be able to cover on the outsides. I could sit here and talk X's and O's and schematics with you all night, Coach, but uh, one thing's certain, we are getting closer and closer. It's going to be Wednesday night, November 4th, right after the election, so that next day, and I know all of your team is registered to vote. Correct. So great yep. that the game is the next day. 
and then it's a six-game sprint we can't wait for, and it starts right here in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, it does, and uh, you know what? I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, You know, another great show, man. What a great kids, huh? Hey, this was uh, this was episode 25. You and I started that podcast back in, wow. what, March? And uh, you've been putting up with me weekly since March. We, we're getting close to November. so I still can't believe we're not kicked off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, they let anybody on this thing. Well, it's, uh, it's because we've got the video element on the radio. That's why they allow it to <laughs> is keep that what it is? Yeah, that's definitely what I it mean, is. So actually somebody can see the video of this? Not on the radio. Not on the radio? Not on the radio. But how do they see the video? It's uh, it's it's on TikTok and all those platforms you're talking <laughs> gotcha. about, right? All right. Full That's circle here. We're going no, right back you. to I'm, the I'm way still, we are. I'm really confused. <laughs> all right. Well, you're not confused about how to coach a football team. Got to the MAC championship last year, and we're hoping you can get back this year. And it all starts in a few weeks. Coach, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Can't wait, man. Thanks.